0: Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. No man hath seen God at any time. If we love one another, then God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. Hereby know we that we dwell in him and he in us. Because he hath given us of his spirit, and we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. 1 John chapter 4 verses 12 through 14. Jesus, Peter, James, Jude, Paul, and all of the early apostles warned us continually of counterfeits in the pulpits, of false prophets, and of wolves in sheep's clothing. So how will we know them? Jesus said that we will know them by their fruits. Paul then later tells us of nine fruits of the Spirit that we can use to sharpen our discernment, the first and greatest of which is love. When asked what the greatest commandment was, Jesus recited the Shema, stating that it was to love God above all and to love others more than yourself. He also told us that if we loved him, then we would keep his commandments. In this, did he tell us, is the fulfillment of the law, because that if we love God, then we will obey him, and it will not be grievous for us to do so. For love desires and motivates like no other. Nor will we sin against our fellow man if we love them, more than ourselves, then will we walk in selflessness. Being, therefore, humble servants, will God then trust to elevate us to greater responsibilities in his kingdom? If he can trust us to love, to be selfless, to be humble, and to be servants, then he knows that he can also trust us with the power of his kingdom to do the works. Of it in fullness. Some ask for it, this power, according to James, but do not get it because that their motives are selfish to consume it upon their own lust or desires. They want attention, accolades, to be seen as powerful, to be followed, to lift themselves up in the sight of men. Therefore God will not give the gifts of his Spirit unto them, for this is not the character of his Spirit. Therefore is he not being represented in this. In other words, it's not a witness of him, his teachings, who he is. And Jesus told us very plainly that his Holy Spirit would be given to make us a witness if you are moving in these ungodly characteristics, then the seeds that will be planted and spread by those who have this motive of vainglory or selfish agendas or the seeds of the counterfeit. And it will only reproduce more wolves in sheep's clothing. Yes, they do have gifts and lying wonders. Yes, they do have signs And followers, yes, they do have fruits, but no, they are not the ones of the Holy Spirit. They are the fruits of the flesh, and they are rooted in pride and in selfishness. Therefore, are they the opposite of Jesus? In other words, they are anti-Christ. So as Paul warned continually with tears and with weeping, my friend, beware of the wolves in sheep's clothing. Our opening passage gives you two ways to know then who are truly led by the Holy Spirit. The first is by the fruit. The first and greatest being mentioned among them is love, which will produce sacrificial submission, selflessness, and servanthood. And the second sign mentioned is that those who have God's Holy Spirit will point all men to Jesus. They will speak highly of him and not of themselves. They will point all men to him and not seek attention. They will give him the credit and not feed on the accolades of men. They will know that they are nothing but blessed to be able to announce his greatness. And that is enough for them and is their only true ambition. They will proclaim at all costs that only Jesus can save men and cause men's faith to be placed in him, and not in them. The wolves in sheep's clothing, however, operating from an antichrist spirit, will be boastful, prideful, arrogant, and selfish. Though they try to hide it, mixed with sweetness and good works, it will manifest at key moments so that they are not constant. In other words, they will be hypocrites. In fact, the word hypocrite was the word used for an actor in the time of Jesus. Therefore, are they synonymous with the wolves in sheep's clothing, they are putting on a show for the applause or worship of men, which again is another telltale characteristic of the Antichrist spirit. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3 tells us this, another one of Paul's warnings. It says, And that man of sin be revealed, speaking of the Antichrist, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he, as God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. You see, my friend, the thing to understand is this that the Antichrist spirit and that man of perdition is not coming to deceive the world. They're already in deception. He's coming to deceive the church. That's why he comes as a wolf in sheep's clothing. How will you know them? By the fruits, by the characteristics, not by the manifestation of gifts or even how accurate. If you follow gifts, you will be deceived. Oh, and how easy will it be because those counterfeit fruits, they can seem very sweet. Remember that Adam and Eve fell for the apple because that it was pleasing to the eye. It was pleasing to the flesh. It was something to be desired. The book of Daniel tells us that the Antichrist spirit will lead many that were once in right standing away from God through flatteries. Beware of flatteries. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy, they are deceitful. Remember that Absalom betrayed David with a kiss and so did Judas to Jesus. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Jesus. That's why he had to die to release it to us. Therefore does it carry his characteristics and if we are led by it, then we will also manifest it. He was a man of no reputation. He didn't seek attention. When God placed it upon him, then so be it. He never boasted of himself. In fact, it says that he gave up all of heaven's wealth to come down and be among men as a servant, and that we ought to have the same mind as him. But that Antichrist spirit, it's the spirit of another, though it may put on a performance and pretend to be an angel of light. At its root, the reality is is that it's the father of lies. He moves in deception and manipulation, and control, bringing contention and division amongst the body of Christ. Don't be deceived. Who are the ones among you working in love and selflessness and sacrificial obedience to the king following his lead? Because those are the ones who are the true servants, the kings and priests of his kingdom. O Lord, give us discernment that we might learn to know the difference between these two spirits. The scripture tells us that there is a spirit of truth, which is the Holy Spirit, and that there is a spirit of error, This is the spirit of Antichrist. He will cause you to believe a lie, great and mighty deceptions in these end times. You will be fooled. You will be deceived if you're not led by the Holy Spirit who Jesus said is given to lead us into all truth. And if you don't know his word, he's going to deceive you. You better get in the word and know the real Jesus. Read the red lettered words of Jesus and find out his teachings, even when it's not easy. Because he's going to want you to pick up your cross and follow after him. He's going to want you to crucify the flesh. He's going to want you to be selfless. But the ones that flatter and fluff, that feed the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, those are the ones operating through a spirit of Antichrist. God, give us eyes to see through the tactics of the enemy. And give us humility that we might bend the knee in repentance and cry out for your deliverance if we find that we might be following his lead in any situation. O oh, come, Holy Spirit, and lead us into all truth. Purify the Bride. Because John the Baptist said that Jesus was coming who would not baptize with water as John did, but with fire, with a winnowing fan in his hand who would thoroughly purge the threshing floor. In other words, the purpose of the Holy Spirit is not to achieve your ambitions or give you vainglory or attention among men. It's to purge you of your selfishness. It's to purify the bride. It's to lead you into a wilderness like it did for Jesus to be tempted and tested until you prove that you have received and believed the lessons of the teachings of the man Jesus who never said anything but what was given unto him by the Father, the very words of God. We don't get to make up our own rules because that is pride. We get to submit. We get to choose. To believe what was spoken by Jesus or to reject it. Jesus said, those who receive my spirit, they will receive my words. Those who receive his words will receive his spirit. But those who do not, it's because that they have been blinded by the God of this world. Because they serve another spirit. Spirit of error. Spirit of selfishness. Spirit of antichrist. Because it's the opposite of Jesus, what he teaches, and what he is. O Lord, give us discernment, that we might know the difference. We can pray for it, and he will quicken our spirit. But I tell you this, my friend, that he has already given us the tools to see through the tactics of the enemy. The word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword dividing between the soul and the spirit, and is a discerner of the hearts and the intents. Of men, the written word of God is our discernment. Because the spirit speaks truth, but the soul, that's your mind, your will, your emotions, what you want, what you think, what you feel, that's what the enemy manipulates to get to you. And that's what the word of God, that sharp sword, divides between so that you can know what is the truth. So when a voice speaks and you hear it, you'll be able to discern whether or not it is of his spirit. Father, we pray diligently today and we ask you, you said ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find. You said ask and covet earnestly for the best gifts. It's the only thing in all of scripture that you say it's okay for us to covet, to desire, to long after or to have the gifts of God because that the gifts of God are not selfish. They're not for ourselves, but they're for the betterment of the body of Christ. And Lord, we don't really know what is the best gift. I think in every circumstance or situation and in every person's calling, that might be a different answer. But I think that in the times that we are in, one of the very best gifts that we could covet and ask and seek for with intent in our heart is the gift of discernment. Lord, help us to know what is of your spirit and what is of another because there is a counterfeit. In the midst, there is an antichrist spirit. Lord, help us to know your word, to consume it, to have it become part of us, that when we hear something that counters it, we know in an instant and we are not deceived by it because there is a great deception coming upon the land in these last days and many will fall away, even the elect themselves, if not for the revelatory discerning gift of your Holy Spirit, will be deceived by it jesus you said that you would send the spirit of truth to us once that you went to the father and that it would lead us into all truth that we would know it because that it would be of you so help us to know you by knowing your spirit you see my friend you've got to understand this the body of christ we the church now function in that office we are the body of christ his body we give him our flesh and he gives us his spirit that he might be one again and continue his work and purpose in the earth until his returning but there are others out there working by the leading of another spirit. These are the wolves in sheep's clothing. And as the day of the Lord comes closer, they're going to get more bold and there's going to be a greater separating. There's going to be more doctrines of demons and more people straying for the flattery, fluff, ease, materialism, and vainglory that they are offering. Oh Lord, help us to know the difference between the counterfeit And what is of your spirit? Let us know it by gifting the minute we hear it. Bring the words of your scripture to our remembrance, which is another function of the Holy Spirit. Because your spirit is your character, and it will not contradict your word or your teachings, nor your purposes, nor your humility. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.